How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast, and let's just get into our discussion this week about Las Vegas. So yesterday, I kind of went over briefly um, why I live out here, kind of the subjects I want to talk about related to Vegas. Well, kind of, not really all of them, but, and um, why I think that you know, eventually when this pandemic ends, why this is probably going to be a city for a lot of you that are not from Las Vegas or have never been here before, why it might be a pretty smart decision for you to come out here. That's if, and let's start the podcast with, um, let's get the bad stuff out of the way or early. I wanted to save this at the end, but I figured it might as well, or I might as well just talk about it now. Let's talk about the big elephant in the room, and that is COVID-19. So... Yes, we're uh, just like everywhere else. Uh, Las Vegas is dealing with COVID nineteen as well. Um, being that our industry is predominantly driven by uh, tourism, it is doubly impacted our our area. Um, casinos have had to open uh, or to close, semi open. To there's rumors on the street that at, you know any day now if the numbers keep increasing in the city that the, the casinos are going to have to close again. It has dramatically impacted almost everyone I've known uh, out here in the city. Everyone's either had to go through um, some form of unemployment or some federal uh, government program to pretty much stay afloat, uh, essentially. Because I mean. I'll, all the responsible people I know, they, they do what they need to do to set money aside. Um, and then a lot of my friends don't as well because they assume what they generally do is, like I was talking about yesterday and yesterday's podcast, they work really hard through the summer. Um, and so from early, or like late February all the way to uh, Halloween or late October, pretty much is the, the prime time to make money here in Las Vegas. And when I say prime time, I'm talking about you make about four-fifths of all your money in that time period. The last fifth of it, um, for the average person that, that lives out here, uh, that works in the hospitality industry, which generally is, is a majority of the people that I know personally, and a, a lot of people that live out here work in that industry. Um, it's just the busiest time here in Las Vegas. You know, the, the springtime, summertime, and the end of the summer coming up on, on fall is the just the best time to be out here. The winters here are, are cold. So a lot of people tend to not come out here. There are some special occasions. New Year's Eve is probably the, the, the big one, you know, that's a big driver of traffic. Again, uh, the way it looks like with COVID-19, this is going to be a very interesting year for Las Vegas. I think for, for New Year's Eve, I mean, again, the pool season is kind of up and running, but it's, it's nothing like it used to be. There's a lot of measures that a lot of clubs have to implement, to kind of stay afloat um, and, and nightclubs just are completely not even open as of right now. And so they're just really just opening up the pool parties. And so we gotta, we gotta talk about this. So when I first moved out here, I made a, a, a observation in 2015 during the financial crisis of 2008, Las Vegas was one of the worst hit cities in all of the U S when everyone was pretty much going bankrupt and um, people had like their, their houses were going on foreclosure, they were losing their jobs, businesses were having to go belly up because people just weren't buying products and it was a difficult time for everyone. There was no access to credit. Um, the last thing on anyone's mind at the time, you know, this is a big part of Las Vegas's history is gambling. 
no one was wanting to come out here to gamble their money. I mean, why would you? That's the stupidest thing you could do when you literally have no money. And so were people trying to do it? Of course. I mean, there are those, those silly people that I think they're going to score big with whatever little money they have left. But most people were intelligent enough to know that Vegas is just something they just can't do anymore. And so this city was hit hard. Hotels that were halfway being constructed. There was just, it was a big time for Las Vegas during that time period where literally it was being built up and there were so much things being built and things just had to be shut down. Like neighborhoods completely done, like half, half produced Um, hotels stopped with just like their frames being out there. And to this day, like, I mean, it wasn't until maybe a couple of years ago that some of these buildings were coming back to being built up again. So for a while you could walk the strip and see like, you know, beams of a building and, and like the skeleton of a building, but nothing there. And essentially that was just remnants of, of the growth that was happening in Las Vegas, but just it being impeded on by um, the financial crisis of 2008. I don't know whose idea it was or, or if it was the part, the city part, the hotels or um, all the city, but whoever it was came up with a brilliant idea. So they realized that gambling was to put all their eggs into gambling was just the worst thing they could do. And so essentially after the fi- uh, financial crisis, I've, a lot of smart people started to look at how could they generate more traffic to Las Vegas and not make it just in a seasonal base thing, like just a weekend, Friday through like a, a Thursday through Sunday event. They wanted to be recognized as more of like a tourist city all year long, all day long. Like you could come anytime and, and have a blast. And so Las Vegas put a lot of effort to to work on two different industries. One was the hospitality industry. So shows, events, nightclubs, pool parties. Uh, you name it, the biggest and, and, the, and the biggest and the baddest of all different types of hospitality um, events here in Las Vegas. And so hotels built up uh, um, the infrastructure for that. And pretty much every big name hotel had some big event that they could host there. And so essentially you gave a lot to your customers when they came to stay at your hotel. And, you know, there wasn't too much that they couldn't see because hotels are just so close to each other on the strip. And then the other side of the industry, which I, I, I at the time made a realization that I thought was, and it, to this day is um, a big driver of traffic to the city and it was growing year over year more and more, was convention traffic. And so Las Vegas put a lot of money towards trying to drive conventions here because a lot of it was being held in Orlando, Chicago, and California. But over the course after the financial crisis, some of them was, some of those conventions were being brought here. Some really big ones, actually. And right before all of this happened with the COVID-19, uh, like some really, really big conventions were, were coming out here. Um, and so, I mean, with, with both hospitality and convention traffic, Las Vegas was just killing it year over year. Tons of people were coming out here um, for either for business pleasure or both. Honestly, even like this was just a perfect place to have conventions because... You know, you were after the conventions were over, you could take your potential clients or your like people that you were networking with and um, take them and host them pretty much anywhere at multiple different uh, venues, you know, bars, shows. You could you could treat your clients to pretty much anything. So it was just the best place to bring a potential business deal to happen was just Las Vegas. You just don't find this kind of stuff anywhere else in the U.S. 
Uh, maybe New York, maybe LA, but again, just it's completely different infrastructure, and it's not as as small of a footprint as Las Vegas is. Uh, when you talk about like the main strip, there's old Las Vegas and, and new Las Vegas, and you know, in their minds, they felt like they were they were set. You know, if there was ever another financial crisis ever again. Luckily, they didn't just have gambling anymore, and, and gambling never really came back up. I mean, I think last year or two years ago in 2018 was the first time that they broke even, casinos broke even on gambling. It would, They were just not making any money off of it anymore. Really, most people just came for everything else. Um, but now they didn't have all their eggs in just one basket. Now, you know, in their minds, they were like, we're set for anything. If there's ever a financial crisis, we have convention traffic. That will always be going on. You know, will there be less smaller conventions? Yeah, but the big time, big time conventions are still going to go on. But no one, I don't do honestly. The city probably the the thing they knew could affect them, but they just were like, it, it just is never going to happen. There's no way. There must be infrastructure. There must be like the federal government will stop this from happening. Whatever, whatever. You know, we're we're an international airport, but you know, people still have to go through maybe like a majority of flights go through California or they go through Texas or they go through Florida before they'll come here. So the idea of a, of a, a pandemic and the scale like SARS, MERS, all of that coming to Las Vegas was just never thought of, or I mean, it was probably thought of, but just never the, the, the implementation of procedures were just not there. And it's a scary time, honestly. Um, I mean, I left the hospitality industry two years ago. I went from there to the cannabis space and I'm, I'm, uh, got furloughed from that. Um, you know, when COVID-19 hit, um, Las Vegas, luckily though, for me is that I have multiple different projects, you know, that I, I work on. And so, you know, I, I learned that I could never put all my eggs in just one basket. Um, and I, I tried telling that to a lot of my friends as well when I was, Working in hospitality, I was like, you know, honestly, this this industry even is slowing down a little bit because, um, you know, we had the horrible shooting that we had here two years ago, three years ago. Um, and then uh, convention traffic, honestly, was taking away a little bit from the nightclub scene as well. There was just a lot less. There were more spenders, but there were. The, those type of people just couldn't stay out late at night because they just had to show up the next day. So you would get a lot of executives that were willing, there was a lot more money flowing through Vegas, but there's only so many of those people that have that money that every host or every promoter can deal with. Like, so for a lot of people that didn't have that high level of clientele, they were really seeing a slowdown. And then on top of that, there was so much competition. Like I was saying earlier, almost every hotel had its own club and bar, um, or, and, and show an event that all of this competition was, you know, pretty much just impacting everyone else. And so uh, when I look at COVID-19 and and again, 2020 was going to be a big year for Las Vegas, a huge year. I mean, we had the Palms last year. They built up their hotel. They, they spent over half a billion dollars remodeling that place. You had the World Hotel that was opening up uh, right in front of... Um, uh, Encore and the Wynn Hotels, which is going to be the latest hotel on the Strip. Super massive. It was going to host a ton of different events. It was going to be like a just a, a, a multitude of different cultures hosted a hotel. Um, 
you had to you lost uh we had a couple years back we had the t-mobile arena where our you know we got our first hockey team out here and then not too far from there we uh this year we're gonna have the oakland raiders here or the, the las vegas raiders excuse me and so we built a brand new football stadium, stadium of the, state of the art, beautiful, gorgeous. Like, I mean, just if you look it up online, the work was just great. And all of this stuff, like 2020 was going to be a massive year. So everyone was preparing for it. Everyone, like including myself, like I was just ready for like, I was reaching out to, to clients like spenders and, 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 and telling them like, Hey, get ready. Like this is going to be a crazy year during the winter. And I, I was like, I've been very laxed about my hospitality management. Honestly, the last couple of years, I just kind of, you know, when people would text me, I would just kind of give it to someone else. I didn't really want to deal with any of the work. Um, but this year I was like, no way, dude, there's like a ton of money I can make off of this. So I had like systems in place. I'm going to go over this week. Um, and yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're at halfway through the summer and it's, it's rough. It's rough, honestly. And so for for a lot of people listening to this uh, are from Vegas. I know like a lot of people have had to switch different careers and and look into you know try different things and and luckily I've been seeing people like work on different projects and uh like I'm happy for those people. But for a lot of others like I, I feel like a lot of my friends um are in a similar position like me where they didn't really go to college. Um they have this huge Rolodex but they don't know what to do with it and so they've been kind of just living off of unemployment, just hoping that this disease would just end. And it's not honestly like Las Vegas tried to reopen up a month ago with the, with the casinos. You know, we had no cases really, we were slowing down and everything looked great. And so the governor pretty much gave the authority to the hotels to go ahead and just open up with restrictions. And it really did not work out. I mean, these hotels just couldn't control every single patron and, uh, people were just not willing to do what they needed to do. And now it looks like, I mean, honestly, these hotels are just petri dishes for, for people to, to contract COVID-19. And so our cases, we're one of those states that you hear about on the news where like our cases are just going up and up and up. And it looks like, you know, eventually, and the, and the, and the difficult part is that the state doesn't have state tax. So it doesn't, we don't get taxed as employees or as businesses um, like a lot of states do. It's kind of like Florida as well. Like a, a lot of big states that rely a lot on tourism, I feel like don't really have state tax, but stuff like this really impacts their decisions to have to open up. Like it was almost forced on the governor to really have to open up these hotels and generate traffic because if not, no one knew how the city was going to pay for its bills and all of its government employees and its infrastructure and everything of that nature. And so... um it's a difficult time, you know? And, uh, for me, I recently landed an, another great opportunity. I don't want to talk about it right now. Uh, um, but it's something that I, it's going to be super great and I'll be able to, to make great money from anywhere in the U S. Um, but this opportunity really, I mean, honestly, you have to be licensed for it and it's, it's, um, it's super difficult to get into and not everyone can do it. And so, I mean, I don't know for a lot of people I can understand their like I can empathize with them because before all of this, I was even afraid of like what this meant for me. Cause like I got furloughed from my last job. Um, I couldn't rely on my hospitality income. So I was like, shoot, what can I do? And I just lucked out into 
getting reached out by an amazing business that just has like great reviews and um i'm super excited to be on board with them but essentially if it wasn't for for this i would be right there in the same boat with a lot of people having to figure out like okay well at this point i'm gonna have to you know try different things i mean i could have gotten into uh video game streaming which i did that for a bit and i made great money off of it but just having a daughter, it's just hard to have a consistent schedule. Like these podcasts, I can't even have a consistent schedule with them as well. You know, so luckily I can work around all that and just find a, a window where I can come come here and talk for, you know, 15 to 45 minutes to an hour. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm going to be talking to someone this Sunday that I know has been, you know, deeply impacted by this. And, and I'm, I'm, it's going to be one of the questions that we're definitely going to go over and you know, to see what, what they're doing to, to work around that. But honestly, um, I care for every, uh, every one of my friends that's been impacted for this by this, but I am super happy to see as well that a lot of friends are, are finally doing things that works around their, 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 um, their skill sets. And like, it's super great to see a lot of people. I have a friend that's like doing like defensive shooting classes now, and he's doing really well with that. I have friends that are making like uh, masks and like making tailored like tailor mask and killing it with that. I have uh, where else I've seen a lot of friends getting into like a lot of different um, businesses that where they're doing a lot of sales from home, which is super great. I see a lot of people getting into like um, like modeling work, marketing work, uh, taking a lot of like expertise that they have in this industry and, and, and starting their own businesses, which I think is just awesome. So to those friends, I'm super happy. A lot of people getting into streaming. Like, uh, I have a friend, she's killing it right now. She, uh, her and her fiance are just doing super well with just, um, like video game streaming and she's doing music streaming and, and, and blowing up on that. I'm, I'm looking forward to having her eventually. <laughs> like, I'm definitely going to be talking about streaming, uh, because that's just something I've enjoyed and, and it did really well for a bit on as well. Um, and she blew up super quickly on that. And then. So I'm super happy to see like for a lot of people they're doing doing great but I mean for a majority of my friends as well though they're they're also struggling but I want to kind of get this elephant out of the way everything else from here is going to be just histor- like history some tips and tricks and um just all the avenues you can make money eventually everything's going to come back to normal it just has to be I mean we're <laughs> either we're going to be living you know like cavemen or everything's going to go to normal so I'm a little bit optimistic and I'm going to say that everything eventually is going to go to normal, but it's probably going to take like another year. My, my, my guess another year or so. Um, and it will definitely be interesting to see how Las Vegas looks at reflects on this history and moves forward from here. Um, they did it once with the financial crisis. I, I know for a fact, I'll be able to come back from this. You know, we're, we're a strong city and, and people just don't want to leave the city. It's just, there's so much to do out here. But anyways, on that note, um, from this point forward, it should be great. <laughs> um, but thank you guys again. Um, you know, if you know someone out here in Las Vegas that you know is struggling, you know, reach out to them and 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 see how they're doing. Um, you know, offer some assistance and, and like recommendations for like work. I, I've been doing that for a lot of people that I know that I know are, are struggling at the moment. But outside of that. If you guys ever have any questions or anything of that nature, just like the day in the life of someone living out here during this, this pandemic, you know, feel free to reach out to me. I have an Instagram now for, for this. You can find it at tongues out podcast. Um, you can always reach me by email as well at Jason at tongues out 
And I'm working on a blog as well that should be rolling out sometime this week in conjunction with this whole Las Vegas thing. And so look out for that too. And until then, I will catch you guys mañana. Peace.